Good love our gracious queens Are true and religious queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom. Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Hello, you ugly bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favourite line from the whole show. You, uh, well, it wasn't mine. Do you want to guess what mine was? Uh, Oh, I've no idea now. It was Deja talking about... I was born a very young... No, what did she say? Oh, the baby. I was born, I was, I was born with disabilities. Uh, bald, fat, couldn't walk. For, couldn't walk for the first years of my life. I'd wake up every morning with shit in my pants, which obviously <laughs> I highly yeah. relate to, but I found that also, very he failed, funny. He failed to say that, carried on until his adult life. <laughs> well, before we do any spoilers, because as you know, we do a spoiler-free POV for the first five minutes for any of you who aren't actually subscribing to WoW Presents, because... Let's face it, times are hard and friends are few and we can't all afford it. But we will, we will have a discussion about the general episode. Sam, what did you think of it without spoiling anything? Well, I'm going to give it a mark out of 10 and I'm going to give it a... 7. Ooh, I give it an 8, but I could probably go I could to come a up seven. to an 8. Oh, well, we've both gone the wrong way then. Well, let's say, that's not surprising for us. Let's call it 7.5 before it gets nasty. You know I don't like a point. You know, I never make a point. Um, you don't. But yeah, it was a good, solid episode. I really liked the main challenge. It was one of the funnier challenges I think I've seen in a yeah. while. And, yeah. and it was quite good. got a good idea as well. Yeah, it was. It was different, but still, like, it just, there wasn't as much awkward editing. It just kind of worked. And then yeah. I really liked the runway theme, although I didn't, don't think that it was made as made the most of, like, taken advantage no, of. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and, the, and, and like... Um, I know it's a spoiler-free, but JLo is in it, but it was a, a poor display, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad she wasn't there in person because I think she would have been highly disappointed and I think she would have struggled to smile her way through that one. Um, <laughs> and she does like to smile. We, I mean, she's, you know, she's, a, she's a good team player. I mean, we'll get to that later on because I have met her, but we'll get to that. Oh, well, you can tell this story now because that's not a spoiler. Because it's not part. Well, of the it's show. not really. It's not really much of a story. I was like, I was just, um, you know, doing doing the like, you know, when you're at a premiere and you're asking for quotes and stuff. And she came along and she was so, like, such a pro. She was so nice. She like a J pro. I'm like, Sorry. yeah, J pro and she go pro and she um and she like looked at me properly in the eyes and was like, hi, you know, my god, nice to meet you. Do you know what I mean? When normally often they're like, oh, they don't really care, but she was like. Like really, like personable, and you know, she looked thought, you wow. dead in the eye, smiled, and said, "No comment. I'm not speaking to you today." And you were like, "My God, thank you. That was so personal. I really like." Thank you, Alicia. Never to fuck off like I normally do. <laughs> I've never met her. I would love to because I, I do think she's um, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Oh, she was stunning, stunning. And, and if I stunning. had to, if I had to with a woman, I think she would be. I was going to say a contender, but that makes it sound like it's a treat for her. I think that, <laughs> I'm not sure she'd be that thrilled by the. Um, that you'd finger bang her. You'd finger bang her till the cows came home. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, she's beautiful. And do you know she still to this day has the most lucrative celebrity fra- fragrance of all time? Um, does she? Which one? Glow. Oh, is it really? Yeah, to this day. Which I don't know why I always wheel that fact out. People are never actually interested in it, but it doesn't stop me saying it. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I usually wouldn't bring it up in a conversation about JLo. I'd usually say, well, who has the biggest celebrity fragrance of all time? Let people have their guesses before I swoop in with the troop. Make, make a game out of it. I see. Yeah, yeah. Good, good party game. Uh, yeah, I like to keep the suspense. I'm just one of those exciting hosts, I guess. Um, hoes. I think you're <laughs> J-Ho. <laughs> J-Ho! Um, <laughs> Racist. While, while we're on the subject of divas, can uh, have you got any thoughts about the pregnancy of Rihanna? I know that's not related to this, but big news at the moment. What? I didn't even know she was pregnant. Well, I've, have I got news for you? Rihanna is pregnant. Wow! And it's mine. Well, no. it's, uh-huh. it's about time, you know, she had a little, you know, a Barbadian baby. A barbe, a bar baby, <laughs> a Bajan, bay, bay, Bajan, a Bajan baby. I think you can say either actually, Barbadian or Bajan. But I remember Barbadian, a Barbadian, a Barbadian Bajan baby. When I used to do a, a showbiz column, we wrote about Rihanna every day, and it was always Bajan beauty or Caribbean queen oh. and that kind of thing. Caribbean oh. queen. We were very creative. But yeah, she's um, on the front page of the papers today with her bump. So congratulations, Rihanna. I know you're listening. Yeah, well done, Rihanna. Um, re, re, <laughs> well done. Well it, done for not using well, protection and getting welcoming, up. Welcoming in that seed. <laughs> Lady Bunny's got in trouble today for tweeting about um, Rihanna. Rihanna's knocked up, and no, I'm not talking about when Chris Brown beat her up or something like that. And she's oh Jesus, Are you, you're, um, you're not claiming that joke, I'm imagining. No, but I d- have um, written with la- uh, Lady. I was going to say Lady Gaga with Lady Bunny on her new show. Um, and it's yeah, coming to the UK, so and I'm not telling you, I'm telling listeners. If any of you want <laughs> my offensive brand of humour, then um, she's playing the London, the Clapham Grand, I forget when, but I'm going to go see her on Valentine's Day, actually, in Birmingham. Oh, I want to go. Come, bitch. Not to Birmingham. You won't go that far. What, could, could, what couldn't they give you tickets for, for, for London? <laughs> uh, Bunny's put me on a list for Birmingham, because I'm away in the London one. But Oh, um, I see. I can ask for London ones if you want to go. So it, was your, so it was your choice, not hers, as in like, oh, I'd love you to come, but sorry, London's sold out. <laughs> no, I think I could have come to London, although I bet she, maybe she actually has some friends in London that maybe she would put ahead of me. But I mean, I have written most of the show, so really, that would be yeah. fucking shady. But then yeah. it's Shady Bunny, so what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Um, so should we get into the actual show, where there will be spoilers? Let's do it. Okay, so at the top of the show, Angeria realises that now Jambalaya is gone. That means people will be getting sent home this season, which I always... <laughs> Once again, I, I love realize when it clicks. It, re- it, is, it, is re- it is really a show where people get eliminated every week. I mean, obviously, like, those two, those, those, those two first queens didn't actually get eliminated, which I was hoping they had been, but they weren't. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, she gets a, a, a mild point for this. No, I still think if you've watched past seasons, you should have come in with this knowledge. I think it's it's um, it is part of the actual structure. I'm just, get, I'm just getting the gist now that it's an actual competition. I'm really feeling it now. It's episode oh, five, up. and I really feel like there are other drag queens here, and I feel like <laughs> RuPaul hosts this show, and I'm just I'm picking up on all these things. Um, I'm getting this vibe. I'm getting this vibe that we're racing towards the finish. I mean, I don't know what it is, but, it, <laughs> but I'm getting it. 
Well, Jasmine thinks that she should have won and we're getting to know oh. her a bit better this week and apparently she is very annoying and talks a lot. This was sort of a bit of a whirlwind of an episode for her because like it, at this point I was like, fuck you, when she was crying because she, she she thought she should have won. Like, I mean, like, so, and I think somebody says, oh, you know, so many tears for someone who's safe. I mean, it was ridiculous and so self-centred. Yeah, and then at first I was really with Cornbread because Cornbread was like, I talk a lot, but when I talk, I have conversations. Yeah. Me too, I completely agree, but then she took it too far. <laughs> I know, I think that when you say whiplash, that is how it felt. I was like totally mm. team Cornbread and then halfway through the episode, it started to sort of dip and it was like, oh no, this is getting a bit uncomfortable now. Now it feels like you're yeah. actually maybe getting into almost bullying territory. Yeah, slightly bullying, that's what I said <laughs> too. Um, but at first it's actually Kerry who brings it up. She said... She tells Jasmine, how crazy would it be if you learned how to be quiet? What's wrong with you? Uh, but then Cornbread, <laughs> that's said jokingly, but then Cornbread does a proper like lecture. and mm. <laughs> Lecture. And she still just doesn't, um, I don't know, it's like they just, their personalities clearly don't mesh very well. But it was the thing where um, she was, she was like talking for the sake of it, like just babbling on and like, and just saying, she's like, I hate dead air. It's like, don't worry about it. The, um, the producers will deal with the dead air and cut it out. You don't need to do that. It's okay. I mean, I guess we can relate to that. We're both talkative people, but there's also, when someone's telling you that you are talking too much, that is a good time to not talk too much, but she just wasn't like getting that. She was, she was telling them while she was talking too much and, and it's by, like, by really... talking a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so RuPaul introduces a challenge, which is uh, the teasers, like trailers for season 14, which I didn't really fully understand what this was until it actually was shown. And then by the time it yeah. was, then I really liked it. But Willow and Maddie are the team captains because Maddie, why was she team captain? Oh, because she, she won the, she won the, she won the lip sync. She won the lip sync and Willow won the challenge. So, yeah. If you were either of them, they get to choose their teams. Who would you be wanting on your team first at this point? Oh, good question. Well, I was surprised that they didn't um, ask Kerry quicker because I actually really, I just think she's fantastic. So um, I would have chosen her. Much Even after this episode? Well, no, because I wouldn't have seen the episode by the time I was picking, would I? So I would have, I would have picked her because I think she's, you know, statuesque. I'm not picking you, Kerry, because she was shit in the future, which I... <laughs> <laughs> And I got my crystal ball out and it said that you're going to be shit too. Woo -woo. <laughs> well, I think I would, I think I probably at this point would be thinking, who do the judges love? And I'd see that, oh, they love cornbread. They love mm. Angeria. So I'd probably mm. want them on oh, the yeah. team just because I think then it means the judges are more likely to like your group. Yeah, when they were getting, and, they, and they've got that sort of thing from Rue whereby they pretty much say anything and Rue laughs at it. And then I would be thinking anyone who's kind of, annoying the rest of the group would be not good to have because it's distracting. So I kind of get why Jasmine was last to the end. Well, of course. I mean, after you just had that, you know, that hullabaloo with everybody telling her to shut up. But then um, I think I would have chosen Camden. Well, I love Lady Camden. I think she's becoming my favourite, even though she's not really in mm. the show that much. Her little snippets are just really charming. Yeah. And it's not just because she's British, because at first I wasn't really feeling her, but the more I'm seeing, the more I'm like, mm. is she going to be a bit of a crystal method who just emerges as like a dark horse, yeah. black horse through the competition? I don't know. A or a very, very white horse. <laughs> a very pale albino horse. <laughs> yes. Um, so Jasmine chooses to go on the team with the people who have the most issue with her. Do you think that's a good move or a stupid move? Um, well, I think it shows self-confidence because yeah. it means it's, it's like facing up to your demons. Whereas, you know, if she'd chosen the other team, it'd be like, oh, I want to stay away from Cornbread. And it could have got worse with Cornbread. 
Yeah, and they do actually kind of end up resolving it. So in a way, it was a good move. But also, Mm. I think things wouldn't have got as awkward as they did this episode if she'd just gone with the other team. No, but it's like it's like dealing with dealing with a problem with somebody, you know, the sooner you do it and it's not festering, the better. Like that's that's, you know, advice for general life. Everyone all the listeners. My wise words. It's not Uncle Festering for anyone. <laughs> no. But when... The, to say Jasmine's had this criticism, the fact that as soon as the, the team uh, Willow all sit together, she straight away starts talking about how she went to do advertising at college and how she's going to take mm-hmm. notes and wait to the end. And, it, and it's just like, oh my God, the lack of self-awareness is crazy. So I get why Cornbread gets annoyed at this point. But then Cornbread says mm. something that really pissed me off. And this is personal to me. Mm. But she compares... Jasmine to oatmeal raisin cookies, which are my favourite cookies. I and love oatmeal raisin cookies as well. I know. I don't think they are a dud cookie. Uh, is that just me? Like I think no, they're full of flavour. I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't like them when they, I don't know when they've got a lot of um, cinnamon in them, but I do like them. I've made them quite a few times. Um, but if you don't like raisins, and like for example, my brother-in-law hates raisins. He would love a he would love an oaty cookie, but if you put raisins in it, he'd be like, "Fuck you." And punch me on the punch me in the face. Is it because they look like dingleberries, <laughs> rabbit shits? Oh, winnets. Yeah, but they taste so good. Um, I mean, raisins. rabbit rabbit shits. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Huddersfield. Okay, there wasn't a lot of food. <laughs> oh, I have to say, my 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 dog used to go out whenever we used to go out like years ago. She'd find like a pile of them and like nosh them all down. And Mum said, "Oh, she'd always say, oh, she's found a little pile of treasure berries." <laughs> <laughs> And your dog ate a condom, didn't she? So she, she, she will no, eat. That the wasn't tr- that wasn't mine. That was Cheska's. Uh, well, you, you're familiar with a lot of disgusting dogs. Disgusting. Oh, bitches. I sure am. Oh yeah. And speaking of disgusting bitches, mm-hmm. no, I'm joking. Carrie, obviously gorgeous, <laughs> but she, she said, "I want to stay pretty in this challenge." And straight away, I'm like, "Oh, <sighs> you're in I danger, know, girl." But I think that's. Um, I think if I mean. It's speaking you know i have a few trans friends etc i think like if you've if you've fought to be beautiful and and almost tried to um you know get rid of any kind of like you know blokey tendencies or like uh, you know like like features etc like you know being pretty is really important to who you are as a person so i think um that was that's where that's coming from because being beautiful is like her shtick you know so um i do understand where she comes from but like the judges say later like um People like it more if you, you know, still get down and dirty, even though, you know, you remain pretty, which you always would because you are. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I hadn't thought of that. Because, like, actually, when if you're a man doing drag, it's you're mm. already kind of almost sending up yourself and being a bit, like, making a bit of a joke. But if for a trans person, that's not making a joke. That's your actual identity. So maybe it's exactly. a bit harder to distance yourself from that. Um, also struggling is Georgia, who's crying just thinking about the challenge, which is a bit like... Shut up! She's, I know, this, is this cast crying way more than other casts? Or is it, am I just noticing it more? It feels like they are constantly fucking crying. And <laughs> I'm over it. They're just emotional bitches. What can we say? I know. Cry in your hotel room. Cry in the toilet. When I used to work in a bar, I used to go up to, go to the toilet and cry on the toilet. And then everyone no, thought I didn't. had IBS. I did it. Yes, oh. yeah. I'd sit and on then, the toilet. And then, and then had a wank while you were there. Yeah, I use the tears as lube, actually. It's very handy and it's very good if you're trying to save some money. 
You had a you had a crank like she does in um in Mulholland Drive. Oh. Oh, well, you know, I tried to watch Mulholland Drive recently because it was my life ambition to watch the film. And when I got halfway through, but... and I couldn't watch anymore. It was so so weird, and I didn't understand what was um, going on. No, you've you've got to you've got to like let yourself go go into it. You've yeah exactly. You've got to you've got to just sort of like go with it and enjoy it. It's like um yeah it's like say so where David and I went to go and see Tina the musical this week because um you love Tina. Well, no. Well, the um the woman who plays Tina, she um she uh, messaged me on Instagram on like a comment underneath a t shirt where I'm wearing oh, you a told Tina t shirt. About that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we went to go and see it, and um, oh, my, like I just <laughs> like first David was like, I don't I don't understand why she wants you to go or like she wants because she sent me a message as well saying that she wanted to be friends and stuff, and I was like, okay, and he was like, why does she want to be friends with you? <laughs> in a very disparaging way. And especially things like the fact that she was... F- I've never seen anything like it. She was so fucking good. It was like watching a young Tina Turner. She was amazing. And, um, but I was... Uh, Would you say she was simply the best? Oh, not that good. She was... Oh, she was simply... Oh, she, no, she was better than all the rest. Um, <laughs> she, she, she... But I was, like, really getting into it and, like, going... <gasps> and gasping at bits and, like, and weeping at bits. And David kept going, shut up, shut up. And, like, and I tried to explain how, like... We're going to see something like that, especially when you're at your theatre. Like, I just want to, like, throw myself into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, really get emotionally evolved. Yeah, you want to get up on stage, bitch. That's what you want to do. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would have have done that. Oh, I wouldn't have fit in, though, sadly. So when when things take a dark turn here, I think, in the whole cornbread Jasmine thing, is when Jasmine's making notes about what the rest of them doing. No, she was writing, she was writing down the minutes when it wasn't necessary. I understand why that was annoying. No, I don't think taking notes is weird. And also it's not disrupting anyone else. No, she's taking notes. It's like she's taking notes for the group when no one's asked her to. Do you know what I mean? She'd be like, oh, hold on, hold on. Did Did you want to know if you said that? Let me just go back through the minutes. Hold on a minute. It's like, oh, no one asked you to do that, honey. It's sort of like making a job for yourself because you feel like you don't have a place there. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, because I think if you all have a brainstorming session, no one writes anything down. Then when you get to the thing, it's like, well, what did we just say? You don't remember everything that you just said. So I think someone taking notes is a good idea. And I think the way she says someone, says says somebody who obviously takes those notes in meetings. (laughs) I take five pound notes and I roll them up. That's the only way I can get through it. (laughs) All right, Rylan. I (laughs) I have a terrible memory. So I do have to take notes when I do anything. I mean, like... Yeah. Obviously, I have to okay. write down everything about Drag Race before we do this because I can't remember anything yeah. that happened. So, yeah, I don't appreciate the criticism for taking notes. So triggered. Feel... So triggered is what you're saying. Triggered by cornbread. It's twice. First the cookie, now this. And then, but cornbread, the way she said it was very patronizing. And I get she was already mm. annoyed. And Jasmine does seem annoying, but I just thought, mm, she's taking it a bit I did. Now. I did like it, however. So Bosco says, oh, in, in VT, she's like, oh, it's like, it's like she gets annoyed by anything she's doing now. Like, stop breathing. It's really <laughs> annoying. Because, like, I mean, I've had that before. I mean, I, I remember I had it, like, in a car journey with my dad once. And, like, I was really annoyed with him about something. I can't remember what it was. And he was like, doing something with his arm and I was just like oh and it was just really annoying me it was so like inconsequential but I was like oh stop that and you know if somebody like has started to annoy you in a scenario anything they do annoys you and that's that was this oh god it's so true I've noticed that recently that um my partner like slurps his tea but if we if if everything's fine it doesn't bug me but if i'm already annoyed suddenly it becomes like the most annoying thing in the world and you just can't let it go and it's the only thing it's the only thing you can concentrate on you're like ah 
Stop it. I think, um, I think, you know, I, can't, I, I mean, I know I've said this so many times, but um, in Death Becomes Her, when, um, you've seen it, haven't you, now? Yes, I have. Where now officially Street, gay. Where, 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 yay, at last. It wasn't all the cocks you've taken. It's now you've seen the film. Um, <laughs> so he's, so they're in the car and she fucking hates him at this point. And he's just going... <sighs> and she's like, will you just stop breathing? Which is exactly, this, exactly the joke that Bosco makes, I think. That just makes me think of Hey Arnold with that... Um... When that guy used to come up behind Helga breathing. <laughs> but um, I liked... So Maddie and her team, her team seems to work a lot better together. And Maddie wants them to do a little parody of the Sugar Daddy speech, which obviously any reference to that is always iconic because it was so amazing. And I got Shangela to do it to me when I interviewed oh, her wow. last year. And it's going to be on the, the Patreon speech? soon. I didn't even ask her to do it. I just made a reference to it when I interviewed her. And then she just did the whole speech at me. It was like a per- <laughs> personal cameo that I didn't even have to pay for. And I swear to God, it was an out-of-body experience. And it wasn't her first rodeo of doing that of doing that speech, believe. Oh, no. She was rolling her eyes while she did it and yawning. But still, she's like, I never had sugar daddy. If I wanted one, I could probably go out and get one because I'm what? Sickening. Um, it's, like, it's like when I was friends with, um, well, with Nikki Graham, God rest her soul. Like, you know, when I'd be like, I'd introduce a friend to her and sometimes if they're pissed, they'd be like, oh, can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do? Who is she? Please, can you do it? And she'd be like, oh. Sent herself for a minute and she'd be like, who is she should do like proper full blown and i'd be like oh bless her she's she's happy happy to pull out our greatest hits see the good thing about that is because her catchphrase was already annoyed so if anyone's asking her and she's annoyed you can just lean into her it's annoying (laughs) i remember when my boyfriend once said that he on the street shouted out heidi hi to sue pollard and she went back (laughs) howdy ho and i was like oh she, she must do that like 50 times a day and it's quite a cheery thing it must be quite exhausting but she's like well that's my job that's why that's my lot in life and plus she'll only be doing it to anyone over the age of 45 anyway so which should be fine about that yeah probably gets it less these days um <laughs> in angeria's group she's um doing a more of a parody of uh mystique in season two with i'm from chicago i will whoop your ass but she's changed it to i am from bethlehem which i thought was funnier than what they made her change it to because then michelle suggested saying florida which is where she's actually from and i thought the florida is less funny Why than Bethlehem. Why did she say Bethlehem? Is, it Bethlehem? is Bethlehem like a town in Florida, though? Or where she's, or where she's from? Well, I assume she said Bethlehem just because it's, like, silly and it just sounds funny. Like, mm. but I guess maybe they thought it was offensive to people from Bethlehem or, I don't know, a religious thing. No, I mean, because I think Beth, cause Bethlehem is, like, a, um, a, a town in... Um, it must be wherever Angie's from. Uh, Angie's from. I've heard. I've heard of it before. It's like um, because because uh, I remember noting it because I was like, whoa! It's like the most religious place in Israel. But obviously, they've named it somewhere in America, and it's just like, and it's a bit of a parky town. But obviously, answer on a postcard from the listeners if it isn't a parky town, and apologising for that in advance. Well, if it's in Florida, it probably is. Florida is a bit rough, as much as I love it. Florida, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Florida. Miami's not. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, that, you know that's why he's called Yeah, that. I know. I, that took me years from, to from, realise Because he's from Florida. Honestly, my mind was blown when I realised that. What was the thing that blew my mind? The, oh, oh, yes, I have to say this. Did you know the... I mean, I'm a bit late to the party here, but the Mariah Carey song, Honey, is about semen. 
Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, and it's just like honey. That's gross now. Now I don't like it. Thanks. I know. And and sugar never ever was so sweet. I'm sorry, Mariah. It's not that sweet. But oh. um, yeah. And then I, I was listening to the lyrics on the, in the gym now. Suddenly, like, my jaw drops. And I was like, hold on a second. I, this is I about want this. some honey. <laughs> and then I Googled it. And then a few years ago, it had been on Buzz. Don't you, mean you, don't you mean you gurgled it? <laughs> Just like coming. <laughs> Wasn't I criticising them last week for making cum jokes and now I'm here doing it again. But, um, uh, lapping it up. Someone who doesn't lap up cum is Maddie and she's making the joke about... Um, <laughs> That's a great segue. <laughs> when she came out as straight to her dad's. And then that, that was funny. And that leads into Di going, I'm straight too. But weirdly, this was a funny pop part of the show but it wasn't in the commercial what maddie That's said what i thought because what maddie said was really actually quite good and and it was um such about the two, the two dads thing and even even michelle references it so maybe that's why they didn't use it because they already used it earlier on and we can like because like maddie wasn't in the final cut like almost at all like she didn't say anything in the final cut at all so i was i remember thinking like that's a bit unfair, things they've already shown us how Maddie's been funny. And she orchestrated a load of funny scenes and then wasn't in the final cut at all. I know, it was just a weird edit because like, they showed them, like you said, praising her. So I assumed mm. she was going to do quite well this week, but then she was just cut out of the advert. And I was like, well, why did you spend that much time showing how well she did it? Well, that's why I think maybe she was safe because her outfit wasn't that great. But, um, you know, the fact that, yeah. that I think they might have just given it to, given her the safe because she had been so good in the challenge and they didn't use her. So therefore thought like it's only fair. It's not fair to say like, it's not fair seeing as they edited it. It wouldn't be fair to say, I mean, you were hardly in the, the final cut at all. Like, which wouldn't <laughs> be her fault. <laughs> so I, you know, fair enough. And Alyssa, on the other hand, is struggling with the words. And this is, there's been a lot of conversation about this now because the, the show has had a history of kind of, it's been accused before of not being fair on queens, specifically from like Puerto Rico, who <sighs> English yeah. isn't their first language. And obviously comedy challenges are going to be very hard if you're speaking mm-hmm. your second language. And I don't think that means you should get necessarily a free pass. But at the same time, sometimes they act like, mm. oh, well, you're just not doing it right. And it's like, well, a lot of these queens, if they were probably speaking in their native language would be killing it um well that's what i mean that's what i mean i mean i did i did say that well i put it in my notes in fact i said it to, to david like if you why are you making um, notes it, you should be listening but she if she'd if she'd have like her, her act you've we've seen it before many times in challenges and it isn't it isn't just queens that it isn't their first language and when they go from naught to 100 and it isn't um and they go to go ah! Oh, oh, and it isn't relevant. Do you know what I mean? It isn't funny. That's what she was doing. If she'd have been like, you know, like tried to get words out and then just did a big diatribe using her native tongue, that would have been funny. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like she couldn't, she didn't, she didn't have the, you don't even need, because it's not like what they're saying is hilarious, like language wise, it's the delivery. So she could have easily have done that and it would have been just as good. Well, controversially, the one main main thing I disagreed with was that um, everyone seemed to find Willow really funny doing her bit, and I didn't find it funny at all. Really, I didn't think it was like no, awful, I didn't. It, but only because it, it went only because it went on too long. Like it went on too long in the bit that they showed us, and then unlike the funny bit with Maddie, they kept it for because um, Willow's getting the edit after all now. Yeah, um, they they kept it, but they didn't. 
But it like it was funny for the first time, maybe like 30 seconds and then it became annoying. But because they just kept that small amount in the final edit, it remained funny. I don't know, the voice she put on for it just was a bit awkward for me and I just thought, I feel like everyone's... I really like Willow, but I feel like they're making her out to be funnier and more outgoing than she is. I think she's more of like a fashion quirky queen, but mm. she's not this comedy genius and I think the show's... Well, let's not hope Let's not hope they don't force her down our throat so we end up not liking her. That's the worry, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think I will like her because she's likeable, but I also am like, I don't like when they, yeah, make out that someone's doing way better than they are. Yeah, I don't know if you had this moment, but I, when Bosco was in the scene, I was like, who the fuck is that? Is that a new queen I've forgotten about? Because <laughs> she looks so different when... Because she's got a unique style in drag, but I think for the challengers, she just does more generic drag, but looks completely different. Well, they sort of did, like, some... They all... Well, quite now, actually, I'd, I'd say half of them did, like, a weird drag that wasn't really them. Like, I think, like, yeah. Maddie did that. Maddie did that as well, like, more of, like, a, a funny drag. Because, like, it's like the thing with Willow as well, like, that, I think... The part of what was funny was, you know, the crappy wig and, you know, and the makeup and stuff. I think that's what they were, because a lot of them were going for, to be, like, looking funny when you've only got, like, a couple of seconds on camera. Well, yeah, but, like, Lady Camden did it and it, she did, like, a hillbilly American look and I found that really funny. So it worked for yeah. some. Some of them, I thought, did just chose weird versions. I actually did find Bosco funny. I just didn't realise who she was at first. <laughs> well, there's no changes there, babes. I, I didn't... I agreed with the judges on... I really didn't find Cornbread's bit funny. I thought it was very cheap and quite, like... Like they said, just one note. Yeah, so I was glad note. she didn't get praise for that. Because I could imagine mm. sometimes the show does praise people for just doing that kind of mm. lazy thing. But I'm glad they took oh, the time al- to... Although Michelle did say something funny when well, after she'd done it. She was like, I'm assuming that's a single take thing. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to see that again, thank you. It was gross. No, because she'd used time. all of her props in the first... In the first it's like she was... It was very much silky, it was It was mm-hmm. a silky ganache thing, wasn't it? From um from her lip sync... Um, lip sync marathon in um what's it called in all stars it what well it was from season 11 silky's original season it was her and untucked when she had a bit of a rant so it was like mm. a good moment to reference because fans love that moment but it just to use food in it just wasn't the right one um if they'd done something else it might have worked better um but the queens are getting ready for night of a thousand j-lo's so what would you do Ooh, J-Lo's got some great outfits, hasn't she, over the years? Um, yes. Maybe something from one of her movies, like, I mean, even, like, maybe, like, drag up the maid from Made in Manhattan or... Um, yes, that would or be nobody did, Or nobody did her character from Hustlers, for example, with the big furry jacket. Well, uh, they weren't allowed to do any films, um... We found out oh, really? because Maddie had brought an outfit from The Cell, which I've never seen, but it looked like a oh really cool God. outfit. Oh, my God. Of course Maddie would do that from The Cell. Fucking Maddie's great. And The Cell is far by far and away my favourite J-Lo film. It's fucking amazing. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I will now if you say it's oh, that it's good. So, oh, my God. It's super fucking dark. Really dark. And a bit, um, not sci-fi, but like there's, there's some real weirdy elements in it. And... Um, yeah, it's really, it's like about a murderer and stuff and she has to go inside his head and inside his head it's like a representation of the inside of a serial killer's head and it's like all these fucked up things going on in there. It's really good. See, that's why I didn't see it because it looked sci-fi and I'm not a huge fan of sci-fi. No, I, it I remember it, it coming sci-fi. out actually. It was like, I remember it was a 12 and I did consider it. But I love, I loved Out of Sight. I loved Hustlers. Mm. I thought she should have got an Oscar nomination for Hustlers. Um, what other films do I like of Jayla? She has had quite a lot of good films. 
Um, but I probably would have done... I mean, I, I was... So the reason... Monster-in-law. <laughs> yes. Sorry. They, um, they... They weren't allowed to do the movies. The reason why is because of copyright and, you know, because they show the picture from the film. So they would have had to pay for that. They were allowed to... But they were, oh, what, they have to pay to show it, just a still from the film? So, yeah, all the... Because when, the, when they walk the runway, they then show the picture of J-Lo next to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. But, like, um, you know, they, they've... Oh, for example, when people have... Like, I remember when somebody did... Um, Bette Midler, that somebody, somebody did... Oh, it was um, Rosé did uh, Bette, Bette Midler from Big Business. And, yeah. Uh, so that was like a... But maybe they didn't put up the... But then I can't imagine putting up a picture would cost them anything. Yeah. That seems a bit off. So they do do movie references, but it is the picture because that's copyrighted. And I think it's mm. because you have to pay for it every single time it's used. And obviously Drag Race is streamed in all these countries and it just gets a bit complicated. So I think they can afford to do it, but I think it mm. just ends up being a lot of legal work that I think it's easier for them just to avoid. And I don't know what the issue is with music videos. They must be able to do music videos because they've done Madonna and Gaga before. Mm, but yeah, no one did any J-Lo music videos, really. And Yeah, you're right. I would have loved, like, the old hip-hop J-Lo with the big fur coats and mm. an outfit from, like, Play or Loved Up Costa or Thing. Or exactly. Waiting for I mean, Tonight. It's like she's had... Or, such... like, yeah, Waiting for Tonight. That would have been great. I mean, I would have actually, thinking about that now, I, would, I wish that was the lip-sync song, but... um, It's been done yeah, before, I mean, that one. It was the, oh, when they did the six-way lip-sync on season 11, they did that one. Um, uh, well, I know you like a six-way anyway, but um, I think... On um, a slow day. I think that, yeah. <laughs> slow gay. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, like, because, like, it was... It was quite cool sci-fi outfits in the play video. So um, maybe they, maybe because that was a lip sync, they said they couldn't do that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but speaking of six ways, Alyssa says that she found her, when she was a teenager, her dad found her pawn. And oh, my days. everyone's worst nightmare. But for her, her dad saw that's, it, that's liked it to me. a little too much. Your dad found your pawn. No, two times this has happened. Um... We'll share it oh with the group. So, well, <laughs> once upon a time, once upon a time, my ex, I won't say his name, um, he was living with us and we had a, it was years ago, so it was a family computer and he had, he had downloaded and it was a file that he'd left on the desktop called Daddy Rape Porn. <gasps> daddy did a rape. <laughs> and daddy did a rape porn. And my daddy found it and was unimpressed. <laughs> And he was like, everyone's going to think this is mine. I've labelled it Daddy's Rape Pawn. <laughs> oh, God, that's dark. But it was like fucking... Did he confront you? Yes. And I was like, and I knew it was Sam. And I was like, but, you know, I didn't want to say it. I don't know. I don't, oh, it was just, just speak really about yourself awkward. in third person. But I was just like, please don't, please don't say anything. Like another, oh, my God, and another time. And we are going back years here because this was a VHS and it was a big, gross, like fucking porno VHS. And I and I got back home and I'd borrowed it or something and I'd left it on the kitchen table and then went to bed. <laughs> and I woke up the next mo- I woke up the next morning because I was pissed. Obviously, I woke up the next morning and my mum had placed it on the on like next to me on the bed on the bedside table. I think something similar happened to me where I wasn't aware about internet history in the early days. Yeah, and there was a moment where I think, um, well, I remember a member of my family asking me about it and looking at all these things that were like. Big dick, big balls, big this. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I think it's just some pop-up ads or something. It's weird. And just like <laughs> minced off and never thought about it again. 
Oh my god, there was this other time, and this is bad. I don't know why I'm saying it on the podcast, but I will anyway. But um, again, at the same home computer, like I was, I was, it was late at night. Let's say I was watching something, and you know, when I was <laughs> enjoying myself, let's, let's say. Well, I was having a wank, and I and I had I remember I had like my, my I had, I had my, my leg up on a box like for good purchase, and um and my and literally my dad must have come downstairs, and the the door had been it was in the like it was in the office in our old house, and um and he um he must have seen me doing it, and then rather rather than like pull the door back and scurry away, he went he went you're mad you are. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly had a fucking heart attack, obviously. Did you finish? <laughs> I was... No. Nothing <laughs> drops. Nothing drops you like that. Oh, my God. Do you know what? I know we're veering off topic here, but a friend of mine told me this story the other day about how he... um, <laughs> How he was watching some VR porn. So we had his VR headset on and he was like full Virtual on... Virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, full on into it because you can get VR porn on that now and it's like it's like you're there in the room. And he was like, oh, he was like getting getting it on, whatever, no clothes on, etc. And then he felt like a tickling on like his leg. And he was like, oh, and he kind of thought like, you know, his wife had come home and found him and was going to try to get sexy. So he took off, <laughs> he took off his, off the um, VR helmet. And there was a massive spider on his leg, <laughs> like w- running up his leg. And he'd got to third base with the spider. <laughs> and he was like, ah! And he said, never has his erection flopped away so quick. Oh, oh. my God. I know, how fucking rank. Well, even more sex is Kerry Colby is a bird watcher. So she likes watching men's bulges. So there's a lot, know, of, this, lot of horny this is, people on this There episode. was horny people and they were talking about like, you know, swinging around in grey tracksuit bottoms and all that jazz. I mean, I was quite appalled. Well, no one loves a big dick more than J-Lo. And she does a pre-recorded video. Um, she doesn't even do the video where like, they're allowed to speak to her. She's just pre-recorded and... <laughs> but she is she gorgeous. Didn't, she, didn't even, she didn't even do a wait, uh, wait, leave gap for response and then say generic response like Miss Piggy did. She's, and Kylie. She's too big time for that. <laughs> yeah, and Kylie, yeah. <laughs> my friend Annabelle always makes fun of me because once at uni, when I was drunk, I said... We were talking about J-Lo and I said, oh, the years haven't been kind to her, have they? And she was like, are you fucking kidding? The years couldn't have been kinder. And she always quotes it as how de- de- delusional I am. But it's true, the years of J-Lo, oh she my has God, not J-Lo's aged look, a day. She's, she's, looked, she's looked nothing but amazing as the years have gone by. No, it's true. I don't know what I was thinking. And I don't know what RuPaul was thinking in this outfit. It's a very... Oh, I gave it the biggest hit of the season, though. I loved it. No, I mean, I give it a bit of a hit because I liked parts of it, but, I mean, it was very gold statuette, Oscar. Oh, I love it. And the, and the gold um, thing around her head, the headband, and the massive wig. Oh, I just enjoyed it greatly. It just looked a bit tacky, but okay. Maybe that's why I liked it. There's a low budget, and that's why instead of J-Lo on the panel, we get Lod- Lottie Love. Is it Lottie Love or Lonnie Love? <laughs> Lonnie. Lonnie Love. But she's probably a judge. I do enjoy her, so I have no complaints. Mm. Um, so let's go through these runway outfits. What did you think of Willow at her? She did, like, J-Lo's Grammy live. Loved it. And she swooped down that runway. And, like, her body movement, like, the shoulders, like, the butt. She looked so beautiful and, and like, perfection. I just loved it. I totally agree. The butt especially was amazing. She padded mm. so well. She had a great walk. I did think it was a bit of a boring choice, but I do think that about pretty much 
all the choices, so I'm just going to stop saying that because I think mm, okay, I prefer too. pop star J-Lo. But yeah, she looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Cornbread with her Met Gala look from 2018? Um, well, I did like it and I liked obviously her take on it, but it didn't look like it fits properly. Like it was a bit baggy. Baggy chips. Um, mm, baggy I chips. liked it. I gave it a hit, but um, I did agree with the judges. Did the judges say the wig was flat or did I... Mm, no, that's just been her general uh, commentary so far. Well, they need to say it because it's really ruining her looks because most of her runway looks are good, but then mm. she's just got this flat wig that really mm. is just mm-hmm. squashing her. I think they told it to her in week one and she's not listening. They did, yeah. Um, right. But she, but she, might, actually... she, might have only, she might have only bought flat wigs and doesn't know what to do. I know, but drag queens usually, I think, um, they comb out their wigs so you can make them bigger without having a new wig. Oh, right, right, yeah. Or you can yeah. borrow a wig. Back comb it. Yeah, I think so. Um, but she got called out by J-Lo. I say called out, that sounds shady. No, like, what's the by, sorry, positive by version? Yeah, on social media afterwards, J-Lo like, said it was her favourite or something. So, Oh, really? Oh, that's, that's not... Called out means the criticism. You I know. Got shout out. Shout out. That was what I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know my mind is going. Um, so <laughs> Lady Camden did a... Thing, a coral dress from the SFTA Awards, which I gave my hit of the week. I thought she looked so beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. I, I, um, um, what did I say? A sort of a, a sort of obvious. I said, I don't know what I mean by that, but um, a hit though. Yeah, I mean, she, it wasn't a lot of them. If you'd shown me them and said, who are they doing? I would never have said J-Lo for probably... Oh, my God, no. Because these are because a lot of them, like Met Gala balls for, um, outfits, for example, like... You sort of remember them, but you don't really, because they're not... I mean, like, it's not like Kim Kardashian, that whole black thing. It's, um, you know, they're not they're not that iconic, do you know what I mean? So because, because obviously, they're not from a movie that we might have seen more than one time. So we might have only seen this picture fleetingly. So therefore, That's you the wouldn't thing. really say it was her. J-Lo yeah. looks great, but she doesn't have, like... if When it's Madonna or Gaga on the runway, you can you could look at all of them and pretty much mm. say who it is. But J-Lo, a lot of her looks are just mm. very nice dress. Apart from, obviously, there's one look she is very known for, but well, one person did do that. Yeah, but I think, like, with Madonna, for example, um, you, know, you could pick Madonna from any part of her career and yeah. you would know exactly what it was. Exactly well, what it I was. Well, I would, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely would as well. Thank you. Um, Bosco in her 2009 Golden Globes look. I give it shit, mm. to be honest. Oh, did you? Yeah. I gave it a... Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was wondering why she did her Bosco eyebrows. Like, I is, agree. Is that, is that going to be all for with everything? Because, like, you have to show that you can do different eyebrows, can't you? Or is it, or is it like a branding thing? Yeah, I, I don't mind her makeup usually, but I didn't think this was the right challenge when it's tributing J-Lo. And then mm. her nose contour was weird, the tits looked very mm. weird, and I just wasn't really feeling it. So, yeah, I gave yep, it a Yeah, I agree, yeah. yeah. So then we get Kerry, the talking point of it, which is she wears J-Lo's actual dress, which is her redo of her very famous Versace dress, which is probably one of the most famous dresses of all time, really. But, and it is stunning. She looks stunning. But um, what I found super interesting was that it becomes a hindrance later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't... Like, I mean, she, I don't think she would ever have thought that by wearing... That I thought she... I thought... I would have thought that Kerry thought by wearing this, she would get a free pass, um, at least safe, just because of the iconicness of it all. So... Um, I agree. I, so, like, and, and it must... You know, she must have had to pull some real fucking strings to get it. 
Well, apparently she has a friend. Uh, I read who it was on Reddit the other day, but a friend who's got a very connected family, so they think that they helped to get hold of it because they were saying that it's probably 10 grand to even rent this dress. Oh, God. And then, obviously, it's, like, considered a almost... I mean, not as much as the original. The original, I don't think anyone would ever... No one else would be allowed to wear. It's 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 in it's in the fucking um wait what's the big what's the big museum in America, in New York the Met oh yeah I was just gonna say the Met but I've already said the Met Gala so that, well, that is where the Met Gala is fuck you okay <laughs> but I didn't really know that this launched Google Image so that was a new fact because I knew that um obviously Janet Jackson and the nipple kind of mm. was instrumental with um YouTube. And I think, was there another one? Like, another image thing that was a big deal in the early days of the internet, but... This launched Google Image? Well, yeah, apparently. So what happened was that everyone wanted to see this dress. She'd obviously worn it. The, not this one, the original one. Um, mm. And so Google noticed that it had so many search results that they created a whole separate section, which is Google Image, where you can just get the image and you don't have to get all the articles. Mm, I use that all the time. Yeah, for your cocks that then your family has to find afterwards. <laughs> you know that's not the story. They fuck off. Um, so, George's and her bodysuit, hit or a shit? Um, well, this is a funny one. Um, I just liked the dancing that she did with it. She so definitely it sold real... it. So that's what tore me yeah. as well. So I, get, I gave it a hit because of the um, touring, unlike you'd like to do with Kerry's dress. But um, it did. I no, I gave it. A, I gave it a hit because I, I did like the um, you know, the selling factor. She sold it good. Yeah, she always does, and she's pretty, so things look better on her. But I gave it a shit because I hate these new delusions that aren't the same as the skin colour, and I wish they'd stop doing them. Mm. But she looked fine. But I expected more, especially because she said she'd done J Lo before and won. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> What about Jasmine in her pink Christian Dior silhouette? Um, I gave it a hit because it's beautiful. But again, like you said earlier, like I, you would never know it was J Lo. I would never. I would never say, oh, no, you never would. She does. It's nice, uh, but I gave it a shit because it's kind of boring and just not Jenny from the block at all. No. Um, Maddie, obviously, I gave a shit in her all white um, inauguration outfit, and only a straight man, by the way, would choose this as a J Lo runway. So again, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. There are certain moments where you just know Maddie's straight and it's a moment like this, for example, because it's like, I mean, she tries to give it as much sacheting as possible, but it was just clunky and the outfit was just swamping her. Yeah, sachet away. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably my shit of the week. Um, Deja Sky in her VMA outfit. I probably gave this my first hit for her. She looked quite good. Yeah, I really liked it. She liked, like, like, like they said, like this was a good... Because it has to be, a, it's a drag version, isn't it? Whereas Kerry's obviously wasn't really a drag version. It was more of a, um, you know, a redo. Whereas, or it was a redo of a redo. Whereas this this was more like, you know, an interpretation, which I think is more what they wanted. Yeah, I agree. Um, Daya, she does the Super Bowl 2020. Um, I thought it needed a cinch and I thought the reveal was poor. So I'm landing on shit. And no one wants mm-hmm. to land on shit, do they? No, not anymore. Um, what about you? Are you landing on little rabbit shits? Um, little treasure berries. I'm picking <laughs> them up with my with my snout as we speak. Uh, but yes, agreed. Um, I gave Angeria a hit. She did a Met Gala look, and it's like silver and rhinestone headpiece. She looks mm. she looks legendary. She's she's just drag. You can't falter, really, can you? You really can't. It's so 
tight. It's so, um, you know, it's just, it's so poised and, I don't know, it's just so polished. It's, 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 it's really quite something special. Oh, you've got a tear in your eye. <laughs> oh, uh, Alyssa, she does a Billboard Awards look, which is like a white suit with a trilby and has her money gun. I like that. I like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I liked the look. I, th- I actually did get J-Lo from this one. Um, the makeup wasn't my favourite, but yeah, I give it a hit. And But I also, I also got Celine Dion from this one as well, from that backwards Versace number she did once. It was horrendous. Oh, and we love Celine Dion, but you don't really want to be giving Celine Dion when you're meant to be giving J-Lo. That is a bit of a, <laughs> a step down. Why the long face indeed? <laughs> Not, um, but vo- vocally, though, I think Celine has, has J-Lo beat. Oh, well, God, that doesn't even need to be said, does it? Jesus Christ. She'd sing her under the table. I said it though, so I I I said it. So there we go. Um, first of all, <laughs> it didn't I need to be said. said but I said it. I said what I said, I, and you I know said what I said. said and I meant, That's why I, I didn't I, need I to say what I said. said. <laughs> I said what I said, and I meant to say what I said, and it's out there. So I've just said it. Okay, so fucking under the table or not, I said it. Uh, we always unravel near the end. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Orion's dress? Oh, Orion's belt. Um, <laughs> no, like the what was that wig? Oh, that was giving. I don't know I, what I just that ruined it for me. I couldn't look at anything but that terrible wig. I don't know whether it was like really badly um, put on. It just looked like it wasn't even lace lined. It just looked like a cheap old wig, and she looked shit. <laughs> I liked the dress, um, but for me, the same way we said Georgia's really sold hers. I think mm. Orion doesn't sell it because she walks like no. It could almost be cool because it's so slow and so weird, and it's like she's mm. on ketamine, but she just. It's just a bit like I think she's not charismatic enough to really sell that it's on no. Purpose. That's it. There's no charisma. I mean, there's you know maybe talent, but no charisma. Nerve. I'm not sure, but um, I just think well, she did have a bit of a nerve to traipse down the runway like she's going to Asda's at three o'clock in the morning. But other than that, it was fine. Yeah, hurry up. Big. We've got places to be. Um, I know, right? So, what did you make of the final products? We've mainly covered them, but was there anyone that stood out that we um, haven't mentioned? Well, no. Like I said about Maddie being cut out, um, but also I like I like the fact that the the adverts themselves made made the show look better than the actual show. <laughs> Some fans did say they should have actually put out this as the real teaser just to throw everyone off. Like everyone would have gone crazy if this was actually the advert. They were um, like, oh my God, this is like Drag Race times a million. I know, but yeah, my favourite bit has to be Deja's bit. So I probably would have given her the win actually because she looked good on the runway. Mm. I get why the winner who did win ultimately won, but I thought, you know, I like them to mix up the wins and not keep giving them to yeah, the same yeah. people. Oh no, I agree. And I, she, um, I think, but, but wasn't this, wasn't this Maddie's idea, this joke, for example? Oh, gosh. Sorry. The dog Ripley. wants some treasure berries. She does, and she's not getting them now, I tell you. Oh, no. Oh, she did the biggest shit today over the park. <laughs> Literally. I needed, a, I needed a fucking, you know, a JCB to get rid of it. But <laughs> I, I managed, I managed. Ripley, shut up! Ripley, believe it or not. <gasps> Was that a gunshot? You didn't. I killed a bitch. Oh, 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 oh. Do you know what? You did what you had to do. We have a job to do, so I don't blame you. (laughs) The window was open. Um, So who would you have given the win to? Willow. I know it's annoying, um, but I thought her look was incredible. And and I really enjoyed her in the... um, Because she did some other bits. Not just that sprawling around thing. She did some other bits that I found quite funny as well. 
Well, they get judged individually and Camden, Bosco, Georges, Jasmine, Maddie, Dea and Orion are all safe. Mm. I pro- think that probably Georges maybe should have been in the bottom because she was quite yeah, lackluster. Yeah, um, I'd, put her in the, I'd put her in my bottom as well. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would fit. Um, <laughs> Just her whole self. Yeah. She's, she's living up there now. Pipe down! That was her, that was the dog was barking at seeing her peep out my bumhole. <laughs> I like that Lonnie Love um, said, I would not be a comic if I didn't tell you, Cornbread, what I'm about to tell you. I know you can do more than food jokes. I thought that was some oh, really good advice. That was that was great advice, but then we get this speech. It was so boring. It was long, and she's already cried once on the main stage, so we've had it once. And it was just like, gee, she was, to say she criticised Jasmine for talking too much, this was an epic saga of a breakdown. I know, and it was... Um... Like I'm, I'm, I was actually quite surprised they didn't cut it out because it, it wasn't necessary. It didn't make me like her or dislike her. It just, it just felt like, just boring. Yeah, I agree. And then there's the Kerry getting praised for the real dress, but a lot of people, a lot of the fans said that they actually think that mm. it's not good drag to have got the real dress because it just shows that you have connections and have money. Um, oh. I don't know about that because I think a lot of the queens on Drag Race they don't make their own clothes they are just paying designers so really what Kay did was just the same as that but did it and like, and, and, like and, th- and the fact that we are talking about it and the fact that it was a thing online and she's talking about it made you know that's, that's sort of like a Drag Race history sort of moment and I think um, you know the fact that obviously she can wear it and wear it well I think um, is props to her as you know as a trans woman and as you know, as as an iconic person in general. I just, I, I fucking love Kerry and I was really annoyed that she was in the bottom. Well, I actually wonder if the dress is the reason she was in the bottom because I think because it was a J-Lo song, I wondered if they wanted the gag of having the J-Lo dress lips. Do, the... do you think Rue was jealous? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Angeria says she learned how to act yesterday and they're all praising her and it's like, it feels like Angeria's good at everything. I, I feel like she's... No one's going to be able to beat her. I feel like she's going to win. And she's not, and, she, and she's really kind of sweet about it as well. She's not like, you know, I've done this, I've done that, I'm amazing, blah, 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 blah. She's got like a really lovely personality trait about her. She's really endearing. Like, she's, she's quite self-deprecating, which as Brits we love anyway, don't we? Yeah, it just feels like she's the full package of Drag Race. So I can't see who else is even going to give her a run for her money. Willow. But it won't be Alyssa, who she tries to follow Cornbread and do the crying thing, and no one cares. It's like everyone's <laughs> all, all rallying even around Rue, Cornbread. Even, even Rue's even like, pipe down. Pipe down, you just fucked up, okay, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Cornbread cried, and she was like, you've had a breakthrough, this is the moment. And Alyssa cried, she was like, well, this is a competition, so move on. Sorry, if your English ain't up to scratch, then it's not my fault. Bye. <laughs> and then Michelle won't stop doing these George Gorge jokes, which, again, not I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not finding them as funny as everyone else is. I, fa- I found it slightly irritating until she said George, Gorge, Gorge R. R. Martin, and that made me laugh. Gorge of the Jungle made me laugh, the RuPaul one, no, but that was it. Gorge, because I, I, I did think what would be funny is if they did, like, an old, weird um, author, and, they, and she did. Do you know who George R. R. Martin is? Is it... Game of Thrones writer? Yes! Yeah. Yay! Oh, God, that was a nerve-wracking moment. Well, <laughs> once <laughs> they haven't done... Uh, because, <laughs> because he looks... Because he's so old and fat and weird. That's what made it funny. <laughs> well, my choices would be Boy Gorge and Regina Gorge. <laughs> so I reckon we'll have those in weeks to come. Um, yeah, yeah. And Jiria wins, which I actually knew before I watched the episode because 
This is very unlike me because I'm very up to date with my drag race. Spoilers! Are you taking the piss? Well, I, because I, like I told you earlier off air, I went out on Friday night and kind of stayed oh. out all night. When I got in, I forgot drag race was on. And then I was um, checking Reddit as I do and I was reading the comments and I got two minutes oh, in before no. I realised I was reading them for an episode I haven't watched. So I saw oh, no. the bottom two and I saw that Angeria won. So there was no suspense, but I think it was quite obvious from the episode anyway she was going to win, wasn't it? Oh. It is a second win for her as well, isn't it? It is. She's doing very well. And Deja, mm. Willow and Cornbread are safe and the bottom is Alyssa and Kerry. So I would have put Georges instead of Kerry. Um... Yeah, me too. Because Kerry wasn't actually that bad in the um, in the challenge. She was actually relatively funny. And I know they said, oh, you know, you need to be less beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But she looked she looked stunning and she wasn't a terrible actress. So and then the runway was, you know, iconic. So mm, no, I disagreed. Well, and she does say the thing of how am I going to lip sync in this dress? Like, I'll be killed if I... Which is the truth. Which is the truth, because she can't... I mean, not that I imagine Kerry would roll all over the floor anyway, but she... Um, but, like, yeah, you can't... I mean, you'd be worried to even, like, do, like, a slut drop, wouldn't you? Because you'd think, like, oh, my God, if I tear this, I've fucked it, and I've got to pay 10 grand. But the thing is, so many of the things that I think she did wrong in this lip sync weren't even to do with the dress. It was the face she was giving, the energy, the mm. the pathetic voguing. Like, you could give a lot more fierceness without damaging the dress. I think she's used that as an excuse. But, yeah, the... Mm. I mean, really, I thought she should be done for cultural appropriation because she was dancing like a white, <laughs> like a white woman the whole time. <laughs> but the lip sync song is J-Lo Play which is one of my favourite J-Lo songs me I was too really, and do you know that this is not on J-Lo's greatest hits and she never I performs it I don't know why it. it's because what? the reason is because this album which was my favourite J-Lo era had Play and Ain't It Funny and I'm Real mm. but then she had the remix album when she did them all again as hip hop and they were much bigger hits so she's just kind of discarded these ones because they weren't hits no, in America. Because I was, I was liking it when she was more poppy disco. Like I mean, me this too. Was around the time, it was around the time when you know the, we had the resurgence of share, and it was, it was like, was it two thousand? Was it even late night? No, it was. It was. I think it was 2001, two thousand and one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was around that time, and you know, when everyone was doing that sort of like, you know, like quite soft house. But um, I loved all that, and so that's I, I love this track, and it's a massive shame. It is a shame, but it's because it wasn't a big hit in America, which is why I'm surprised it was on Drag Race, but I think the mm. gays probably love this version more. Um, but what did you think of the lip sync? I really liked it, and you know I'm a fan of Kerry's, so I would say that I was pleased that she won and I thought she was going to win. Um, I'm glad she won. You thought she was good? Yeah, I did, actually. Are you fucking kidding? She looked like a drunk girl dancing in Yates. She was terrible. Yeah, well, well, you know, now you're talking my language, babes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are outraged that Kerry won. I'm not outraged she won because I thought they both did badly and it was almost a double sachet worthy. Mm. Um, but Alyssa didn't know no, all the words. I didn't, I didn't like, Alyssa didn't know the words and like she looked like she fell apart at the end. And um, actually, if you look closely, I don't know if you've watched it once or twice, but um, Kerry actually does some things that are quite funny and they make Rue laugh, like, towards the end. Like, she, like she's going, like, uh, Alyssa's going, play, play, whereas, um, whereas Kerry actually play does, my play my motherfucking mother, yeah. you know, and that shows wit to be able to, you know, either rehearse that or to do it on the what, spot. What, to mouth like, along to play my motherfucking song shows wit? And it's just lip syncing for the actual lyrics. No, but she did, no, but she, like, covered her mouth as in, like, swearing. I mean, these are these are the tiny little moments that, that make that make the, um, make the lip sync work. All right. 
I guess. She had a couple of moments, but really she was very underwhelming. And then Alyssa did oh. give energy, but then she had the, the gun that didn't work. And ah, she was she yeah, she was she was knocked down by that crap gun. I mean, I'm happy she was sent home because I don't think she had a lot more to show in the competition and the guitar no. thing she did in the talent show was bad and she wasn't great in the ball, so I don't think she had longer mm. left anyway, whereas Kerry potentially could do quite well. Yeah, I agree. But I mean I was dis- I thought Kerry would really be better in a lip sync, so I think it was very disappointing. Are you gonna come down to a seven then? Yes, I am. I'll join you oh, on a seven. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> and part of the reason is the cringiness of this chocolate reveal, which just is oh, getting worse every week. Work. So Alyssa doesn't have the chocolate. So Kerry probably I does. A, I have a, I have, well, I have a question from um, an avid listener, Sam. He says, right, so if they, let's say, for example, Alyssa revealed a golden chocolate bar now, would they all have to go back and pick again then and then re- redo it with another golden chocolate bar? Otherwise, they all know that they've got just normal ones. And then they just eat them, don't they? I think that <laughs> that's why I think it's only going to happen towards the end because for that reason that it doesn't make any sense if it's random. So it, it's very telling yeah. of the production manipulation that that's yeah, not it's more happen. like it's more so it's more like basically like we've decided you're going to be the one that has the golden one because we want you to stay so that Rue doesn't have to um say double shun double whatever yeah d- <laughs> can't remember which one's which double shun so yeah so Rue doesn't have to say double shantay when you know like oh it's out of my hands they've got a golden they've got a golden ticket blah 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 do you think, do you think that's I've what it is I've got a golden ticket I've got a golden ticket um, but Alyssa doesn't and she's saying from Puerto Rico and now the world and then she gets her flag out and it's like why don't you get that out in the lip sync bitch you might have won rather than that yeah, exactly. faulty gun <laughs> So rather annoying. Than the, <laughs> rather, than the, rather than that dollar, that dollar shot, that pound stretcher gun. <laughs> but I do think that next week is going to be a good episode because we've got some first outs from previous seasons: Tempest Du Jour, Kamora Hall, and James Manfield. And then it sounds like a very funny challenge where the queens have to basically like report on their mm-hmm. bad performance as if it's some sort of I don't know war correspondent. I've got a very good feeling. I've got a good feeling too, and I've also got a good feeling for. The uh, premiere of the brand new season of uh, UK versus the world. I know. Which, um, I know, which was, I mean, when do we go out? Uh, so, which was on last night, avid viewers. So our UK versus the world episode one recap will be out on, I believe, Tuesday. And we'll be back with US on Wednesday. Okay. And then the and just like that recaps are over. And next week we'll be back to just drag race. As it, sh- as it should oh. be. Oh, welcome home, everybody. Oh, it's got complicated. But you know what? It's worth it. We love it. And we love you guys for listening. So thank you so much. And we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. See you later, guys. Should we click, clack, click, clack? Oh, I already, I already was. Click, I already clack, was. click, 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 click,